From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, good morning. Welcome back. Yeah. I, I, you had told me, you said, hey, listen, did you listen to the show last week when you weren't here? <laughs> yeah. I actually did. It was good. Did you have a chance to listen to that, that last segment? I did. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you going to... There was something missing besides me. Are you going to go to that event? I'm going to try. Actually sounds pretty pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, what I'd noticed, and I told you this, and then I told uh, Nate, he did a good, a pretty good impersonation of me. Pretty good, huh? I don't even think he was trying. I know. That's the scary part. He's pretty easy to banter back and forth. With. He is. I also thought that the show went, well, I'm biased because I'm on the show with you, but I have said this, you're the most irreplaceable person on the show because a i don't know how to work any of the buttons <laughs> that you're doing so that's important part yeah. but secondly anyone can be snarky there you go yeah well yeah. i appreciate that yeah but, but it was but a, I, it was a very good show i do miss you when you're not here thank you yeah i was uh um uh, in nashville and had a great time and so it was interesting to see uh kind of what's going on there and you were there when taylor swift was uh, yeah yeah but not but not for taylor swift right right. yeah and so uh, it's really that that city um you know i was there i go back in time 2011 11 and um, oh, that just happens to be the year in which this beer that it is that's that's a pretty good call yeah. yeah 2011 and it was like wow it was it was big but it was relatively easy to still get around and uh 11 12 years late later it's still big yeah it's bigger but i will say it's still relatively easy to get around unfortunately one of those reasons is just because they're tearing down so many of uh some of the iconic hmm. uh uh buildings in order to be able to accomplish that the other is that they've just changed the roads to one way so that mm-hmm. uh you're not fighting two lane way traffic and that was my aha moment it was like huh. You think maybe Radford needs to go well, just that? everywhere, just, just only go one way, <laughs> just just go one way. All everyone's going in on one road and everyone's going out on the other. Yeah. And then you have fewer lights and then you have fewer stops and you have fewer turns. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just so much quicker. So that's something that they did was they just have started to do that. And because of it, you know, if it was a uh, four and a half miles, I mean, it would take five minutes. Car, it, it was not mm-hmm. 18 20 minutes, and we're talking about city center stuff. We're not talking, you know, from uh, High Meadows to uh, McAdoo's, right. you know, we're, we're, we're talking, <laughs> we're talking real yeah. traffic with lights and everything else. And so, the lights typically stay green because everyone's going in the same direction. It's pretty good, yeah. 
Yeah. Should so, I introduce the show or do you want to do uh, that? No, you go ahead and do that. You're, right. you're better at that than I am. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, welcome, everybody. This is AM Hodgepodge. I am Keith Weltons, and that is Mark Tapp. Show four and about New River Valley. Uh, we do also bring in guests, and today we've got four of them, so we'll make sure that we get to them. Our first segment, uh, we talk about beer, and uh, we also include our little ball of a beer segment. I got some really cool stuff on that. Okay. And then we'll go ahead and bring in the guests and we'll share additional information. You normally go ahead and have something kind of on the hook for beer related. And, um, you know, we participated in a a golf event two weeks ago. And so we had some sensory stuff uh, and how people were handling the outdoors Mm -hmm. and beer and everything else. It was was a great event. But uh, uh, beyond that, what do you got? Well, back uh, sort of on that topic, the 2011. I, I, I've forgotten how good uh, Yangling is. Yeah, exactly uh, right. Especially on the golf course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have a couple things, just real quick. Uh, the World uh, Beer Event uh, competition was uh, recently wrapped up. Yeah. And uh, one of the Virginia breweries took gold. Who's that? Basic City. Oh, cool. Yeah, in their, I believe it's the brown ale category. Oh, cool. And that that's actually the second year in a row that they've won. Did you know Parkway won World Bronze for their Scotch Ooh. ale? Yeah. Is that the Bigfoot? Or I have no idea. I, can't, I couldn't Bigfoot. tell you what it's called. Um, but it's Sasquatch. A, yeah. But that uh, is that brewery's first world medal uh, awesome. on there. And, and it tells you, I mean, it's 20-some years. It takes yeah. a long time to finally win a world medal, but kudos to them. Yeah. There were 10,000 entries yeah. at the World Beer Yeah. Tournament. Not in each category. No, 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 no. Uh, but there's over, uh, I think there were over 100 categories. Yeah. So still. Still a lot of competition to yeah. be, too. Yeah. If you can get a bronze in anything, uh, take it. Yeah. Well, and and we're drinking, so I was talking about Squatch. Yep. Yeah, but we're actually drinking Bigfoot, uh, and this is an ongoing saga. We uh, several months ago we had mentioned that we couldn't get this beer. This is the sort of their um, aged case, mm-hmm. and so we have different years, different vintages. Uh, this is the 2011 that we're drinking right here. Right. So Dan McKinney fired up the Audi. <laughs> yeah. <It's> infinity. <laughs> the infinity. 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 That's right. And. Uh, so we've had the 17, the 14, the 11. I don't remember if there's been. An, I know we've had four now. We've got at least two more in this bag, but we're not going to open up today. Yeah. This this is a good one. This is delicious. It's, yeah. It is delicious. I think this is probably my favorite one of the I agree. I, I, I agree. This one has no um, uh, astringent style yep, yep. to it at all. It's clean. It's not burning my nose. Yep. Right, it's, it's 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 not on my throat either. It is tasty, very 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 good. Yeah, this one is a sit by the fireplace, sipping kind of beer. Yeah, don't leave your home and drink it. Stay at your house. Right. Yeah. yeah. The alcohol level on these, and we split one bottle four ways. But the alcohol level on this is what? Did you see it on there? Um, it is. Oh, uh, where is nine, it? Nine, nine something? Yeah, it's Yeah, so we'll call it 10. Call it 10%. I don't see it on the bottle, but I, yeah, it's definitely double digits. Yeah, I mean, if so basically, if you drank that whole thing, that would be kind of equivalent to having maybe three bourbon and Cokes. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe two. Depending two. on who's pouring the bourbon. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's all done by ounces, right? I mean, there's so many ounces in that that, yeah, the volume is what, what overcomes the alcohol percentage. So, so I know, you know, we've kind of made the uh, unspoken agreement that in – in this segment, I stay away from sports. Yeah, uh, but I can't. Today. Give give it to me quick. So just real quick, what do Cincinnati University, uh, Boise State, and Iowa University have in common? Mm, uh, beer program. Uh, get more specific. A sports beer program. A little more specific. A sports beer broadcasting program. Uh, now you're wandering off in the woods. It's uh, they have put together uh, collaborations with breweries okay. to fund their NIL. Oh, that seems a stretch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, and I don't know that we want to get into this today. Maybe we'll talk about it next next week. But uh, these colleges are. Um, You've been listening to Rick Watson too much. No, well, they're just being forced to. I mean, they're digging deep, and they're and they're and these they have massive campaigns for fundraising with their fans. Yeah, and so um, I I think fans are going to start to either fans are going to have to replace uh, professional football with college football, Mm -hmm. or they're just going to get tired of it. Yeah. Do 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 you agree? I agree. Okay. That's because I'm itching for ready. You're gonna hit the button. Uh, I'm gonna hit the All button. Over beer. All right, Dan, you get to play because Mark normally doesn't uh, know anything about the sports stuff. <laughs> okay, so I need your help with this. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, for our listeners who know sports, baseball has shortened the game. And so the reason they shortened the game was because the pitchers were taking so long uh, with their uh, in-between pitches that the games were just becoming obscenely long. The reason why the seventh inning stretch was incorporated into ball games was because games were taking a long time. And they said, well, it's your seven inning stretch. And it was also the time in which you were allowed to go to the bathroom and grab that last beer. So by the eighth inning they would stop selling beer. And you'd have two innings to kind of let that subside and then walk out your car and drive home. Okay, so that's kind of the history of it. Because they've incorporated what is called a, t- a pitch a second count, 10 seconds between once you grab that, once that ball is thrown back to you and your foot hits that mound, you've got 10 seconds to throw that pitch. Okay, otherwise it's a ball uh, for, for the other team. The game has shortened by 30 minutes. Well, now all of a sudden, because the game is shortened by 30 minutes... Miraculously, these ballparks are selling less beer. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? So, what they've done is they've extended now beer sales to the end of the eighth inning. Hmm. And so, because they've extended it to the end of the eighth inning, it's not to encourage any, you know, over drinking. But back to the point about how they are digging deep, this is pro sports here, and it shows you how much they rely upon beer sales in order to be able to take care of their salaries and the massive stadium budgets. So what they have done, and uh, there is this awesome video in Philadelphia, as they've started offering $1 hot dogs in order to allow people, because if you eat and drink, it 
you think, you think that you are more sober than you really are. Yeah, but the awesome <laughs> part is, the awesome part is, is everyone's going and buying like five hot dogs for five dollars and then going to eat. Well, if the game is shortened by forty-five minutes, it's hard to eat five hot dogs. Yeah. So the seventh and eighth inning now, when they have all these extra hot dogs, they're having food fights. And the stands. Oh, my God. I mean, when I say food fights, people are now buying like eight to ten hot dogs. And it is just nutso of them just, I mean, it just looks like crazy of, of throwing all these hot dogs. So, question I would have is this. Is it worth the, the selling the hot dog for, an extra, for just a dollar to get the beer sales, knowing you still have all the cleanup? And by the way, that's a good time for people. Right, I mean, people are having obviously a good time doing it, or does it make the game experience worse for the average fan? This is where this is like. Do you know your audience? I'm gonna say worse. Worse. Yeah, worse. I think so. Okay. So, so, and the food fights, by the way, tend to be in the uh, outfield. Uh, outfield bleachers. cheap seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the guys that have been in the sense. sun all day. Yeah, yeah they've the had guys. It. The guys that can't get, afford to buy the correct seats. Somebody's paying one hundred twenty-five dollars or two hundred twenty-five dollars a game behind home plate. They're not doing that. <laughs> so it's it's the people out and and those seats. So you think it's cheapens cheapens it? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it lessens the experience. Okay. In general. So you kind of expect to pay. I mean, it, it's a ball game. You you kind of expect to pay a huge price for for everything, right? Correct. So, if you cheapen it to almost nothing, then I guess that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, the average ticket usually for those seats is about fifteen dollars. So between the fifteen dollars, ten dollars worth of ammo, of hot dogs, and then a couple of beers, you're good. <laughs> it's a quality event. Just throwing it out there. <clears throat> no pun intended. Exactly right. All right. So with that being said, we do have a full slate of uh, guests. So we want to go ahead and end this. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hotspotch. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-M, beer run.